0: Welcome
1: back to the show, Vitamizers. Glad to have you with us today. I'm Allison with Flabs to Fitness, and as always, this show is brought to you by MSW Lounge in Westlake Hills, Austin, Texas. They provide a ton of health services from vitamin shots and drips and IVs to uh, chiropractic, one-on-one consults, blood work, all sorts of stuff. Jonathan Mendoza is the founder of that. He is a nurse practitioner and chiropractor. So smart, and he is the host of this podcast. We are also brought to you by Slenderella, the fat loss liver detox formula that can be taken in shot or IV form, as well as all of Slenderella's supplements, such as Boost and Bliss, and there are more coming soon, so stay tuned for that. Last but not least, we are brought to you by Athletic Outcomes. Athletic Outcomes is Austin's boutique wellness studio focusing on functional fitness and sports recovery. Located in Southeast Austin, AO provides services such as personal training, group classes, pre and postnatal training, nutrition coaching, massage therapy, chiropractic, recovery compression boots, and Of course, MSW Lounge Vitamin Shots. It is your one-stop shop for health and fitness. Check them out on social media at Athletic Outcomes to stay up-to-date on their events and programs. All right, enough with the advertisements. Today's show was super special. I can't speak. Today's show was super special for the folks at MSW Lounge as well as myself with Flabs to Fitness. Um, It has been a tag team effort working with this client on everything from her um, fatty liver disease, her non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, to her diabetes, to her anxiety. Um, We have done so many different supplemental shots and IVs. I coached her on nutrition and um, John has been pivotal in this woman's transformation and she is a dear, dear friend to us. Uh, our guest today is Leslie Barbosa. Um, as of, I believe, mid-May, as we discuss on this podcast, it will be her one-year anniversary with MSW Lounge. And in that less than one year, she has lost 75 of her eight, of her 90-pound goal. So she has lost 75 pounds to date, and she is still losing in a year. Um, that is an incredible amount of weight to lose. And as a nutrition coach, I can tell you that Hoping for one pound of weight loss per week is about safe, and uh, you know pretty much a fast. Uh, the that is the fast end of the safe quote unquote um, marker for uh, weight loss. So. Leslie, I can tell you she has been doing it safely, and she just has done so much in her life to turn around where she was that she's lost more than that. If you do the math, one pound a week over a year is 52 pounds. She is at not yet one year, and she has lost 75 pounds. You'll hear in this episode kind of what got her to that place and probably why she lost some of the weight a little bit faster than that one pound a week marker but um, she's just an incredible person and her story is wonderful. So we're so proud to share that with you today and we hope you enjoy. Without further ado, here is Leslie Barbosa on the How Do You Health podcast.
2: Hi, good afternoon. I'm Jonathan Mendoza with MSW Lounge and the wonderful lady to my right is a very special guest. It is Leslie Barbosa, very good friend of ours here at MSW Lounge and she is going to share her story about How Do You Health and we were talking a little bit before About her life as far as like what she's kind of like brought her to this point and then obviously like you know what are you doing now and and the cool thing about like all the podcasts that we've done most people have I don't know they have shared their story up to this point and what they've been dealing with and what they've been managing with but like yours is a little bit different because like you came to the point of saying I haven't figured it out yet I need help like we need to kind of like you know do that right so I remember when Leslie first started talking about, I don't know, coming in and doing all this. I think you met Baldo, right? Like, you met yes. Baldo first, right? It wasn't me, right? Yeah. You met Baldo. So, Absolutely. what happened when you met Baldo?
3: Well, I met him at my cousin's graduation party. You weren't able to be there, but I spoke with him about what you guys do here and was interested in more so in the liver detox aspect yeah. of it. So, um, in 20. 16, May 2016, I was diagnosed with fatty liver, and when I found out from my aunt and my uncle that you do liver detoxes, (laughs) that was, that that perked my ears up, and that's why I went and and actually made an appearance at the graduation, uh, so that I could speak with you or Baldo, whoever was going to be there, Yeah. Uh, get more information, and after speaking with Waldo, came in on my birthday, yep. my 34th birthday, and that was my gift to myself to, to start that, that process of healing that part of my body first.
2: And now you have another gift you've given yourself, right? Sitting out there. <laughs> <Exactly. Yeah. laughs> A brand new car. That's what it is, right? It's
3: absolutely gorgeous, too. Yeah, so
2: yeah. it's cool. So it, it's been, I guess, since June, right? Like, that we we actually met. Like, you came into the clinic when we were over at Yoga Vita, right?
3: It was May 16th.
2: Okay. All right, so May 16th. Uh, that's your birthday May 16 mm-hmm. that's cool that's my sister's birthday as well uh so then it's been less than a year right like it's been yeah. less than a year and so you've seen us in two different locations mm-hmm. you saw us over here and then over here obviously in a bigger capacity now right mm-hmm. we were in that smaller room <laughs> and I remember like you came in and you said you didn't talk about liver detox at first like you said like I want to lose weight right like that's what you had said like I want to lose how much like what were you thinking
3: I know I wanted to get down to one, 160, so it was 90 pounds.
2: Okay, 90 pounds. Yeah, I've been uh, telling people like 80. I couldn't remember what it was. So, like, we're talking 90 pounds, all right? So, what are you down right now?
3: Right now, I'm down 75 pounds.
2: So, we got 15 more pounds to go, and <laughs> yeah. it's been less than a year. Okay, yeah. all right, cool. I don't think I made promises to be like, we're going to get you down in a year. No. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't no, think no, I would have done sh- that. You didn't. I was just basically like, all right, wanna lose <laughs> 90 pounds, all right, let's see what mm-hmm. happens. So, all right, so we started talking about, like, all that stuff. And you started and you're like, I'm gonna do the shots, you know, we'll talk about diet and we, we go over all that, right? And then we talked about exercise, but I don't think you were exercising, right?
3: Not at that point. Not when I first started seeing you, no. And
2: what mm-hmm. are you doing now?
3: <laughs> at least five to six times a week. Of doing what? Weights and cardio.
2: Weights and cardio. Yeah. And it's cool because you have an app that you show me, right? Like yeah. It's like, um, what was it? Is it, it the bodybuilder
3: one? It, yes. It's from bodybuilding.com. It's yeah. It's body space okay yeah, yeah that's the app yeah. and the only reason I started using that was because I was ordering protein for my dad last okay. January for his birthday and um, it wasn't until I made that order that I saw they have an actual community space that that um, will help you track your workouts and and stuff like that so when I found that out it was helpful for me to see what I was accomplishing uh, every time I worked out yeah. so and this Community itself was very supportive, so yeah, I, I've stuck with it.
2: That's perfect. uh I I think that's great. I know like like P ninety X and Beachbody and all that, and they have forums and community builders to where they basically like give support to people. Like hey, like try this approach, try this. I mean, I remember when I started my workouts, I I went to bodybuilder.com and I I took a bunch of exercises and I pieced them all together to like meet my needs, right? And so like we haven't even gotten to that point. I think. When we first started, I was like, can you go walk? Like, can you at least go yeah. like, do, like, 20 yeah. minutes of walking, mm-hmm. like, some yoga, <laughs> like, you know, something like that, like, just to give you some cardio. And so, obviously, what you're doing now is pretty incredible. But, like, I remember three weeks in when you started coming in. So, it was probably, like, June. Yeah. This is why I keep thinking June, right? Because we, really, we really started yep. in June. Okay. That's right. So, what happened when you came in that third week after we had started?
3: I was... Not seeing the results as far as the weight loss part of it, but I also knew that I wasn't committing completely, 100%, of what I could be doing uh, as far as my diet and exercise goes. Yeah. So that's when I came in and I asked you to challenge me, and you did. I put down a lot of money. It was a lot of money, a lot of hundreds. hundreds. And <laughs> <laughs> and i i made it clear that this was my investment in myself yeah and seeing the the money on the table versus handing over my debit card
0: yeah.
3: um, made a difference in my mind uh, and however it works for everybody else fine but for me it was seeing all of that money and and stating that it was my investment in myself yeah and that that did the trick that with along with your challenge
2: so and i want to i want to emphasize the stack of money was a stack of money right like it was <laughs> it like back. it was a stack <laughs> of hundreds right like right there and it was in between me and leslie and it was funny because like the room that we were at is no bigger than this room over <laughs> here so it was like what 113 square feet and it's diagonal it was weird right so it's like it was, like, an awkward space to sit in because there was no room to go. So it was, like, me and Leslie, and we're sitting across from each other, and, like, right in the middle, there's, like, a stack of hundreds. And I was, like, honestly, Leslie, like, I'm not going to take that money. I'm not going to. And the funny thing was, at the time, we were just starting off, right? It was me and Baldo. Mm-hmm. Allison was in the picture, but she wasn't officially on board yet. So it was, like, we need this money. Like, we need that stack <laughs> of money right now. And I was, like, but I'm not going to take it, though. You know, I'm just not, I'm not going to waste our time. All right and so you said all right I'm going to do it so what do I do I was like Leslie like you got to like know that no one cares about your diet right like I only care about it and you do right so like you go to a restaurant you got to learn how to how to pick better like you know make better decisions so you would like take a photo of the menu and like send it to me. And I'm like, yeah, I would yeah. probably do that. Or like, like, what am I gonna do when I go to shop here? And you'd send me photos of the stuff you started cooking. Yeah. That's awesome, we started <laughs> trading recipes. You start working with Allison and, and it's just like your nutrition started getting on point to now where like you pretty much cook all your own food, right?
3: I, the majority of it, yeah. Yeah,
2: which is cool. Did you do that beforehand? Oh God, no. No, yeah, it, it was fast food. If restaurant. I did, it wasn't anything
3: that was healthy. Right,
2: of course. Right, it's like I'm gonna cook like a big old chocolate cake, and I'm gonna cook like take spaghetti, home pizza. <laughs> take home pizza, and all. Yeah, like, was, yeah, Papa Murphy's, right? Yeah, like Papa <laughs> Murphy's. I'm cooking it. I'm putting it in the <laughs> oven right there. Right. So, so it wasn't, it wasn't the same type of diet you had. But like, let's say for example, if you were to take a snapshot of of your of your daily meals like what did you have for breakfast uh,
3: when before like what
2: would you have for breakfast now no now like now, now. yeah
3: now it will be it's actually healthy so yeah. it will be uh, any anything from um, still cut oats uh, with the little bit of the sugar in the raw yeah uh, that was one of the first things you had me do is switch out the, the sugars yeah um, some almonds or pecans or uh, boiled eggs, avocado, stuff that's good for you. So it's- sounds like reality. eat. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's cool. I mean, but it's like real food, right? Yeah, it's real. And how long did it take you to make all that stuff?
3: Uh, sometimes I can prep it the night before, or a few days in advance so not very long it's 10 minutes to boil the eggs it's not very long at all
2: but it's all ready to go like the next day you're not scrambling to like put it all together like I need my coffee I need to drink this (laughs) I was like no I can just grab it but you probably don't even drink coffee now do you
3: oh I don't I've never drank coffee but I used to drink a lot of soda
2: you drank a lot of soda oh yeah how much soda did you drink
3: oh god I would have at least four or five a day really yeah like
2: of the little 12 ounce cans or the 20 ounce like bottles
3: no, they were the cans. Yeah, but still.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow.
3: I, I put them away. I okay. for sure did. All right. And I wore it.
2: Yeah, well, <laughs> I did too. I, I used to like love Dr. Pepper and like Big Red growing mm-hmm. up. And I remember I had Big Red like years ago. And I tasted like, man, it's this is horrible. Gross. Like, this is nasty. I can't you know? live it. I've even seen a, a, a video... <laughs> where they show you what soda does to your stomach after it like goes in and so they showed it and it like the whole acidity of it just fizzles up to the point where it just bloats you and you can't like take anything else in Uh i'm like we're doing that every day every time we drink sodas right but like you you drink that you're not drinking sodas now obviously no No, if i I
3: do it's it's a sip here and there and it's it's very
2: rare just to get the flavor (laughs) like a cream little, let me just try okay i'm done now right yeah but it took you a while to get to like To have that refrain right it's like i'm not gonna have a whole soda i'll take like a sip of
0: it maybe
3: well uh yeah no i definitely stayed away from it for months when you first challenged me in june that was one of the things you asked you you challenged me to give up for at least 30 days that and uh bread did you get any withdrawals from giving up the soda cold turkey within seven days yeah i sure what happened
2: uh carb flu the carb flu yeah like what, you're just lethargic? Oh, God, no, it's sick. felt like
1: the flu. It really? Flu. That's what they call hurt. it the keto flu, too. If you switch from just, like, a non-ketogenic diet to a keto diet, you literally, like, wake up at 3 or something in the morning every day. It, like, disrupts your sleep cycle. You have, like, achy bones. You have a stuffy, runny nose. It legitimately feels like the flu. Yeah. Wow.
2: and so, like, Allison right there in the background, you know Allison. She's always, uh she controls our podcast. She does all our social media. She's a nutritionist, so, like, she knows all about like the effects that food will have on your body, which is why we have her here and why she's worked with Leslie and, and almost reemphasize everything we said. Right. Yeah. Cause it's like I said it before and you're know, like, I didn't get it the first time. We're still doing this. <laughs> you're still doing this right now. Now you've gotten to the point now where you know, everything that's going into your body, right? Like you're getting an IV right now. Uh-huh. Right. And I know y'all can't see, but I will show her her, yeah, her right arm there. right there. Yeah. There's a, there's something coming out of her arm and it's an IV that we hooked up to. <laughs> and the interesting thing about the IV is because it, it, it has things in there that you wanted the very first day you came in. It has Liberty detox, right? Yeah. It's our Slenderella shot. And you were like, I want to lose weight. I want Slenderella. I want Liberty talks. I want to do all this. And I was like, well, well hold, on, hold on a second. Like, why do you want to, like, why did you gain all this weight? Like, what else is going on with you, right? And so when we started talking more, there's other issues that were going on, right? Like, yeah. so what have you been dealing with besides, you know, the, the weight gain? Like, what else do you deal with, like, before this?
3: Oh. Well, <clears throat> what got me into even before I realized what I wanted to do with myself or for myself was, um, I call it a near death experience because that's what it was. And that was in late 2016. And after experiencing that, my whole world was rocked upside down. And so what, I didn't realize I was doing was I was stressed so much that I even though I didn't modify my diet at that point early last year I was so stressed that I was starting to drop weight and when it was recognized by other people at work of all places um, I started feeling proud well why why would I be proud of losing weight if I hadn't put any effort into it so that was a little bit of a nudge that got me going it contributed yeah. to me wanting to make a difference for myself so um it was just a typical life that contributes to everyday stress it that's what was going on before right. I, I mean everything everything yeah. under the sun yeah
0: right.
2: <laughs> okay so you were dealing with and you still are like there's still oh, i mean yeah. you're still it's a there lot worse. yeah it's, there's <laughs> stuff going on this is this is not a smile of hiding stuff that's going on. This is a, a genuine smile that she has on her face because we didn't see this when she first walked in. Nope. It was not the case, she wasn't smiling. I mean, she's friendly, you're friendly, right? Like you're, <laughs> you're, you're personal, you light up the room and you walk in, but there was some pain behind it, right? I mean, it wasn't oh, exactly yeah. like you were happy, right? You walked in and anytime that people walk in and they wanna lose weight, there's a reason why, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, if you wanna lose eight or 10 pounds, it's different, but you wanna <laughs> right. lose ni- 90 pounds, <laughs> It's like, okay, well, <laughs> tell me what else is going on with you because that's going to affect other things, right? So, yeah. like, if you don't mind sharing, like, what medications were you taking?
3: Oh, no, I don't mind at all. Um, I was on uh, metformin for diabetes, my type 2 diabetes. I was diagnosed 10 years ago, December 20, 2007, and, uh, along with hypothyroidism, and eventually... Was I always had high cholesterol since I've been tested with my blood work and that's since I was eighteen years old. Um, I was eventually on cholesterol medication, and uh, antidepressants, anti anxiety, um, ADHD medication, um, and then a diuretic. It uh, for it's diagnosed it's given to you for blood pressure but i don't i've never i've not had that issue my issue was water retention yeah and so that's a a wonderful side effect of the diabetes so um yeah i was i was taking all of that i i was on at one point 11 different medications
2: 11 different 11 are you a diabetic right now
3: no god no i'm
1: so freaking proud of that too i think that's a good segue to talk about how that work has changed in less
2: than a year well i know the listeners can't they can maybe hear me smile right i mean that's the thing so when you came in you wanted to lose 90 pounds but when you started telling me about like all your medications uh and i was like that's a lot of medications to be taking because you're only 34 years old right it's like what do you want to do about that? And you're like, well, of course I want to get off of them. I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, I'm going to get you off those meds. I said, I'm going to figure out how to do it. like you, well, the weight loss, like, yeah, we'll do it. And you're like, no, it's not easy to do the weight loss. <laughs> like, no, no, it is just listen to what I have to say. Listen to what Allison has to say, show up here. I'll hold you accountable. We'll mm-hmm. be fine. But the other stuff's going to be trickier. All yep. right. So let's figure out how we can get you off those meds and uh, reverse some of these things that are happening, or at least manage it. Right. right. So, um, we started doing blood work and we started doing uh, the urinalysis test and then we started looking at what was going on with all your past medical history, right? Mm-hmm. So the shots that you started coming in, like the Cinderella shots, we started customizing it for like you mm-hmm. and what was going on with you. So diabetes, ADHD, depression, um, maybe some blood pressure issues, yeah. you know, stuff like that as well. So people that come in here usually have those things, but they're coming in here for like low energy, they can't lose weight, and it's like, well, why? Like, what's going on? Is it hormone related? Do you have a slow metabolism? Like, why? Like, let's figure all this out. So we did our the blood work, and I'm going to just tell people who are listening like kind of what exactly happened with it, and I, had, I need it in front of me. So you have high cholesterol. I did. You Okay, so, <laughs> oh, okay. Well,
3: well, well, it's still being worked on.
2: It's still being worked on, all right? Just FYI, high cholesterol could be genetic, so she can eat all the avocados in the world, it might help some, right? I'm <laughs> just saying realistically. So I'm just gonna start reading off numbers here. I know I have most of these memorized, but I just want to read this off to other people. So we did blood work for her June 7th of 2017. Yeah. And we did blood work again, um, I'm thinking this is March 1st yeah. of this year. So so, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, a couple weeks ago, so less than a year, right? We're looking at like nine, 10 months here, mm-hmm. okay? So her total cholesterol was at 307, is now down to 254. Her LDL was at 212, now it's down to 165. Her HDL was at 55, now up to 74. Her triglycerides were at 356, 356, and now are at 59.
0: Can you break down the meaning of some of those? Okay,
2: so when people will go into like a regular doctor and they get a traditional blood test to check her like physical or whatever right they'll check the lipid panel which is your cholesterol panel Mm -hmm. so we'll look at total cholesterol LDL HDL and triglycerides those are the four standard ones total cholesterol is everything that's going on as far as cholesterol LDL is your bad cholesterol HDL is your good right so then like your triglycerides are the inflammatory cholesterol And what happens is everyone tries to treat your bad cholesterol, which is your LDL, right? And so we did, we tried to lower it, right? Mm -hmm. But the cholesterol is not the issue. It's the idea is that you don't have enough good cholesterol and then you're eating inflammatory cholesterol that's gonna produce inflammation in your arteries, Mm -hmm. right? So the triglycerides were the inflammatory and we got that down 300 (laughs) points, 300 (laughs) points, all right? I don't know any medication that's gonna be able to do that. (laughs) I just don't know. And I rarely think there's a medication that will raise your HDL almost 20 points yeah okay and it's
1: good to talk about the fact that an hdl over 70 is a it basically negates a high total cholesterol risk factor
2: bingo so the thing <laughs> is if you look at like leslie like if you look at your blood work they're gonna say wow you need to be on a statin you need to be on a cholesterol yep. pill and i'm gonna say hold time out like mm-hmm. it's not the cholesterol we are worried about it's the inflammation right and so we'll get to that right but i mean i think we tested your inflammation, right? I think we did at first. Yes. Uh, and it was like you had a positive ANA, right? Like, yep. I, I even recall that. So mm-hmm. I was like, you have an autoimmune disorder.
0: Yeah. But I don't know yeah. what it is,
2: though. Yeah. I don't know I what remember. it is. Yeah. So I said, like, you're dealing with <laughs> chronic inflammation somewhere. I just don't know where it's coming from. So we started breaking it down even further. So mm-hmm. then, like, it, this even gets better. So we looked at the inflammation test, right? So your inflammation, the first time around, fibrinogen, which is a clotting protein in the in the arteries that helps form plaque, you were at 640, it's down to 519. We still got some work to do. Mm-hmm. But your HSCRP, which was general inflammation, it was like 10.2. 10.2, and now it's down to 3.8. What's
1: considered <laughs> a good range for that?
2: Well, we want to get it below 1. Okay. okay, so we're headed in the right mm-hmm. direction. But keep this in mind, like this thing's so sensitive, it's you know, could go up to 300, right? If you have chronic inflammation, like Baldo's was like a hundred. Yeah. Okay. Um, if it's at 10.2, you're kind of hovering around like autoimmune disorder. We just don't know what it is, mm-hmm. right? You're at 3.8, so your inflammation's lowering. But then you take it a little bit further. The MPO that's in here, this is an enzyme that checks inflammation of your arteries. So like it's the granddaddy. Like If you want to check anything for heart inflammation, MPO should be tested for and Most doctors don't even know what that is. Mm-hmm. Your number was at 482. 482 and now 359. So, and this is color coordinated. So you're in the yellow, now you're in the green, which <laughs> means you have little to no heart inflammation building in your arteries. So even though your cholesterol is like oh, uh, here, right? Your inflammation is like, we're good. It's being lowered, <laughs> all right? So I thought that was cool, right? And it's stuff here that we're putting in the IV, of stuff we're doing with the diet, all that as well. But we're also dealing with genetics, right? So then this is, this is where it starts getting fun. So the metabolic test in here is your insulin response, right? And I, I, I believe diabetes is an insulin issue. I don't think it's a blood sugar issue, right? Your A1c, which is the definitive diagnosis for diabetes, was at 6.2. Mm-hmm. And I don't care what anyone else says. If you're at 5.7, I'm continuing you a pre-diabetic, and I'm treating you as a diabetic. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not going to wait till that number gets higher, right? So you're at 6.2, which I said you're a diabetic. Yep. I mean, you were diagnosed it. You're still a diabetic. Your A1c is now 5.3. <laughs> which means you are no longer a diabetic in the eyes of medicine, which means you would not need to take a metformin pill, which means you do not need to take insulin. And the most important thing is that the A1C is lower than mine. I think your A1C is lower than mine right now, right? So so we'll get back to the A1C in a second, but this is interesting. So you had insulin resistance that we measured. Mm -hmm. Your insulin resistance shows you how, like, much effort your body has to do to produce insulin in right. time of like need like so when insulin goes up it's like your blood sugar spiked right your insulin resistance was 13.4 and so if you have it that high you're a diabetic right that you don't want to be insulin resistant you want to be insulin sensitive right uh, your Homa ir which is the insulin resistance 13.4 2.2 <laughs> that's
1: insane i haven't heard that one
2: from you yet. 2.2 i haven't even heard that <sighs> 2.2 okay so to put this in perspective imagine that you as a woman you were born with so many eggs right and then once you got the menopause like you're just done you don't have any more eggs to to use right well the same thing goes with insulin once you have so much you're born with eventually like you use it all up you're done Mm -hmm. so you're 34 and you want to be like hey i want to have some insulin when i'm 50 (laughs) i don't want to use all of it up so i'm going to hold on to it and hoard it that's what insulin resistance is right Mm -hmm. so then you want to be insulin sensitive so when you do eat a pancake from curvy lane or something right you do spike your insulin your insulin comes out quickly because it's not used to it yeah. before you were used to that all the time because uh-huh. you're eating and you were drinking sodas uh-huh. which is tons of sugar right mm-hmm. and now your insulin like if you were to drink one now your body would probably flip out because it's like we're not used to this right I don't know
1: if you've ever seen a video of John after he eats a curvy lane pancake but he literally looks like he just ran three miles yeah just sweat
2: <laughs> just sweat because my sugar is just spiking and my insulin's spiking I would yeah. like to see that I'll show you. We'll take a will take a <laughs> video, of it. Yeah, video. Yeah, because yeah. it happens. I eat pancakes all the time. So it's ha- but I did not get the swirl last time. First time in like months, I did That's not get the swirl. Yes, yes. He always it's- has
1: to get the cinnamon swirl when he gets the pancakes. He's like, "Well, I'm at Kirby. I need yeah. to." Do that. And I was like, "No, I'm not going
2: to do it. I'm going to save my insulin for later." Right. Right. But um, there's a test in here also called C peptide. And the C-peptide directly measures how hard your pancreas is working to kick out insulin. Because if people don't know this at home, your insulin is made in your pancreas, all right? So your pancreas is very important, all right? It's part of your whole endocrine system, right? It makes hormones, it makes insulin, right? So when your pancreas has to work overtime to break down that pancake from Kirby Lane, you don't want it to overstimulate and work too hard and then it becomes exhausted. Right. Your number was in the red at 8.66, it's at 2.92. <laughs> so you took so much stress off your pancreas right so like you look at your numbers i just see a bunch of green and a little bit of yellow and even then the ones that are yellow that jumped up from red to yellow and next one will be in the green so like you're going to have the panel for your diabetes panel is going to be that of like a 20 year old healthy individual
3: (laughs) that i never had in my 20s
1: I love seeing, like, the smile on her face, too, about all of this. Like, That's freaking awesome. I mean, yeah, well, it's really interesting to talk about, too. Like, you still have plenty of daily stressors in your life, like mm-hmm. you mentioned before, when, before you started all of this. But making yourself healthier and, like, investing this type of treatment in yourself has, I'm sure, helped the neurotransmitters in your brain <laughs> give you a better <laughs> outlook on things, and seeing this progress is making you happy, which being happy, you know helps you yep. look at things more positively and just deal with them. Like you talk about how stressed you are, but you come in and you're like, yeah, I'm stressed. <laughs> and then, you're like, <laughs> and are you like, sure? Okay, but like we know what's <laughs> going on in your life. So we know you have a lot of stressors, but it's just great the way you deal with them now. Yeah. And yeah. that being said, like the urinalysis tested neurotransmitters too, right? Oh, we haven't even
2: gotten to that point yet. We, we This is, I have to just pause on this for a second. I don't think I emphasize, I know Leslie and Allison know, but I just want to emphasize to anyone who's watching or listening. She is no longer a diabetic. That just doesn't happen. It doesn't happen by accident, right? Like, oh, kind of a diabetic, I'm full blown diabetic, oh, just, I woke up one day, I'm no longer a diabetic. Like, it doesn't happen. It's it, not like getting rid of a cold.
1: It was 10 months of hard work on Leslie. Yes.
2: Head. But the 10 months of basically saying, just keep doing what you're doing, yep. we're going to make it work. If you want to know what, like some people say, oh yeah, well the diet and everything will do that. Yes, that is true. But the truth is when you have the severity of insulin resistance that high and your pancreas working that much, they need some help, Mm -hmm. right? They need some help. So everything that we were putting in the IV, even though she wanted to lose weight and help the liver, I was like, I can put stuff in there to help you with your insulin. Mm -hmm. Taurine, biotin, Mm -hmm. like that stuff in there, like we used to put chromium in it, like all that stuff helps regulate your insulin. And this is why I'm so happy about it. Because when I tell Leslie's story, I can honestly say without a doubt, I am like so proud of what she's accomplished and what you have accomplished. Because I've told you this, like what you've done is nothing short of astonishing. And you keep saying, oh, it's you and blah, blah, I was like, no, it's not. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do what I can. No,
1: it is though. But well, we can give all the advice in the world, but if you don't implement it, it's, nothing's gonna happen. Right. But it's, it's the time
3: that you guys have taken to give me the knowledge that I have, to be able to run with it, literally, <laughs> uh, that I've been able to be so successful because I, I saw an endocrine for 10 years, 10 years, and they didn't do this. Okay. Well, I didn't I had time with them but it was not I couldn't sit down and have a conversation like this and, mm-hmm. and have I never got the information that I got from John or from you uh at all. Ever. Ever.
2: Well I can and this see there's the thing is I told Allison, I said, You helped reverse diabetes. You can put that on a pin <laughs> on your chest, put it <laughs> around your belt and say Did you reverse diabetes with your recommendation i this is ego talking strictly ego talking all right so this is why we do what we do this is why i don't consider this work why i consider this my calling and why allison's dedicated her life to this and to basically say like if there's one thing i think is the worst thing to happen to someone is diabetes right i mean obviously stroke you know cancer that's a given right but like diabetes for some people can be acquired But it can also be reversed. It's a silent
1: killer, too. It is,
2: because it affects everything. Mm -hmm. It affects your brain. It affects your liver, your pancreas, your kidneys, your blood pressure, like, the way you feel, your metabolism, like, everything. It's one of the worst things to have, and you no longer have it. (laughs) And I'm telling you, like, when I tell other people about it, they don't care that, I mean, yeah, like, it's cool that you've lost almost 80 pounds, right? Mm -hmm. But then they say, like, but you reverse diabetes yeah that's like the biggest thing in the world right so to me i'm like i'll tell anyone who will listen to me we reverse diabetes it can happen here's a template for it right we're going to teach other people how to do that as well so you're no longer diabetic awesome right we look at the fatty acid we're just going to keep going because it gets better too (laughs) i mean all the inflammation markers we talked about let's talk about thyroid because you talked about that right yeah so you don't have Hashimoto's, that's for sure. You don't have inflammation. Your TSH was at 2.37. they consider that in range. I consider it a little out of range, right? But now your TSH is 1.13, which is like almost the most perfect TSH you could ask for. It's a little bit hyper, so you got a little activity going on, but it's not too sluggish. So you like, your TPO's 20. You're, I mean, it's like your thyroid's healthy. And whoever told you your thyroid was unhealthy, I'm telling you now, your thyroid's healthy. So your thyroid's in range now, which that's just a secondary thing out of everything else, right? But then if you look at this, we go down to like other things like your adrenals are still strong, your estrogen's still strong, right? Testosterone, not a big deal, but when you look at liver, liver is healthy, right? Your uric acid was at 9.1, it's at six now. So your your acidity's coming down, right? Um, then you start going into like uh, the the neural neurological stuff with the urine markers like what what uh what Allison was talking about mm-hmm. so we have a test and this is for everyone listening and watching we have a test that can check inflammation markers in the brain and it's related to like uh, nutritional deficiencies and, and it can be like the guy who developed this test a good friend of ours Dr. Gunn he was on another podcast of ours he has a brilliant, brilliant mind who made this to basically put this in connection to like schizophrenia and depression and all things like mm-hmm. that right so He said that he developed this test with the idea that one day we could give nutritional recommendations and supplementation to reverse these nutritional deficiencies would would basically reverse schizophrenia, Alzheimer's, like depression. Like that's very ambitious. And I said I can do it. I can do what you're talking about. And he's like, really? Because no one else is doing it. I'm like, I can do it. All right? So he gave me a, he gave me the protocol, and then he gave me the recommendations. I said, I don't need that stuff. I, I, I already give that stuff. He's like, what, you give that stuff in a shot? I said, what do you think Slenderella is? It's a liver detoxer, but it's also a brain detoxer because mm-hmm. we put stuff in there for Leslie to detox her brain. Mm-hmm. Because on your test, the blood work, going back to it, there's a marker in here, two of them, genetic markers. And this is the brain stuff we're talking about. Mm-hmm. These are markers that show me you are at risk for Alzheimer's. Yep. Okay, do you have that in your family? Not
3: that I know of.
2: Okay. You have diabetes in your family, I right? Do. Okay. So there's a type 3 diabetes mm-hmm. and it's related to Alzheimer's. Yeah. Causes insulin to do this all the time and then your brain turns to mush, but you have a risk factor in here, the ApoE gene, for anyone listening and watching at home, ApoE A-P-O-E. Uh, her genetic trait is E3, E4, which is basically like one of the worst ones to have, but she can't clear some of the cholesterol that she puts in her body and it causes it like inflammatory responses. Like imagine if she eats avocado oil all the time, right? And then you say like, well, I'm going to go and, uh, for our, you can also get avocado oil at Picnic. Our friends at Picnic has it, right? We'll get a shout out to them. Um, they cook with it, right? Cause it's the healthiest fat, but imagine they cooked with peanut oil. It's inflammatory, right? It's going to cause inflammation when you eat it. And where does that inflammation go? We tested your ANA, it was positive. Your HSA was high for inflammation. But remember, I said I don't know where the inflammation's coming from. I think it's coming from your brain. All the stuff you're doing is causing inflammation in the brain, and I told you, I said, Leslie, you keep eating this way, I'm not worried about you just being a diabetic. Your diabetes will get so bad that your brain will turn to mush and you're gonna have dementia. And you're like, well, I don't want that to happen. I'm like, all right, cool, (laughs) we'll do something. So we we started addressing that. So everything we put in here, thankfully, Cinderella is also a brain detoxer. Uh And with Dr. Gunn, I said, I can prove it. Your methylation factor is like one of the worst genes ever, too. So you don't methylate (laughs) like other um, people do. Let's
1: clarify that the ApoE gene is the one that means she tends towards high cholesterol, right? Yes. And then the methylation factor gene is the one that means she can only use a certain form of B12 and folate. She can't use synthetic forms of it.
2: Correct. And the, the other thing is when you look at the methylation cycle, like we did a video on Instagram the other day on, during our pad, paddle board meeting. And um, we talked about how people metabolize B12 and B9. And the way that you need it to metabolize is clinically you're depressed mm-hmm. and clinically you have ADHD. So neuro stuff's going on. So you're saying, In theory, if you don't methylate correctly, which means you don't utilize B12 and B9 correctly, could it be that the deficiency of using that is leading to your depression? Is it could be that your genetic factor of inflammation in the brain would lead you to have depression and ADHD? Possibly. Mm -hmm. So then we take the methylation factor saying you need B12. Right? Mm -hmm. What happens when you take this stuff? Oh, I
0: feel
3: amazing. You feel amazing, (laughs) right? Because you're
2: literally saying, I'm not producing enough serotonin. Mm -hmm. I'm depressed. Yeah. I need more of it. So instead of upping, your antidepressants, uh-huh. we said, let's increase your B9 and B12 yep. and see if it boosts your serotonin this way. Mm-hmm. So every time Leslie gets an IV or a shot, she's like, I feel so happy. And it's like, <laughs> it's, it's because we're literally saying you're clinically like deficient and you need this stuff to, to feel better so you won't be depressed. Yeah. And so do you take antidepressants anymore?
3: No, and I haven't.
2: <laughs> so, like, so we proved in the blood work and the urine test, because in the urine test, you can check that too, that... We can prove you're depressed. Here it is, here's the nutritional link. But at the same time, instead of giving you medicine, I say, here's some vitamins for your depression. If you wanted to get off your depression meds, here's how you do it, right? So we did that, right? Mm -hmm. But then in the inflammatory markers for the brain, this is where it goes back to the urine test. The inflammatory markers in the brain show me that you, yes, you have no serotonin that you're producing, Mm -hmm. and you have some chronic inflammation that's been building up in your brain. And there's two of them, and I'm gonna mispronounce this, (laughs) quinonolate. and chironate or something like that. Sorry, Dr. Gunn. Um, But those are super, super high in this right here, uh, mixed in with B6 deficiency. Mm -hmm. You have B6 deficiency, which is very much linked to like B9 deficiency, B12, right? You already have a methylation issue, right? So we're like, all right, you're deficient in B vitamins. Let's give you B6, (laughs) B9, B12, see what happens. We gave you B6, your mood started elevating, Mm -hmm. but then at the same time, your inflammation started going down. I showed this test to Dr. Gunn and he goes, Tell me about this patient of yours. Tell me about Leslie. And I was like, What do you want to know about her? <laughs> well, first of all, what's going on with her? I said, Well, she was a diabetic. She's had depression. She's been on those meds. She's been on ADHD meds. What else is going on with her? Well, she's lost about eighty pounds now. <laughs> um, she's no longer taking those meds and she's really happy right now and she's focused. How did you do it? I said, I told you, I told you, Gunn. I said, I'm gonna put NAC and taurine and glutathione and B12 and you know P5P and all that stuff in there because I'm seeing it in the blood work.
0: Uh-huh.
2: And he's like, you don't understand. I said, I guess I don't, What's the what am I missing here? He goes, it's really hard to move those inflammation markers. He's like, I wanna know what you're doing. How much are you giving her shots, IVs? I said, all of it, like we're doing all of that. Mm-hmm. It's working, so we're gonna keep doing it because we're seeing in the numbers here. He told me he wants to take your data, and everyone else is doing this, and basically put together a research article to show the medical community how to reverse diabetes how to lower medication for ADHD the need for antidepressants and say you can give this stuff instead yeah. and the side effects of giving B vitamins are you're going to lose weight <laughs> you're going to feel better you're going to sleep better you're going <laughs> to smile all the time rather than you're going to have nausea and vomiting <laughs> or you'll and, die. Die, and you're going to die <laughs> and then we're we'll giving another pill for that it's like no yeah. like you don't have to do that mm-hmm. so to me i tell people like because people ask does Cinderella work i'm like yeah it works well give us an example give us a story i'm like go to leslie's page (laughs) and see how she posts and show the before and after she's Mm -hmm. lost almost 80 pounds right Mm -hmm. and yeah i know you keep texting me oh i've lost another two pounds i'm like that's awesome that's so cool but you're still not a diabetic you're still not you're not even taking your adhd meds now all right
3: it's it's very minimal
2: very minimal Mm -hmm. which is incredible and i'll tell you this which is funny we have this shot called brain candy and it's my favorite shot i love Slenderella. We can prove Slenderella is a liver detoxer and a brain detoxer now, thanks to you. <laughs> Honestly, that's pretty damn incredible. You said liver detox. Mm-hmm. I'm saying Slenderella is a brain detoxer. Mm-hmm. But the other cool thing is we have a show called Brain Candy, mm-hmm. and we, we give it for people who have ADHD medication, mm-hmm. but it wasn't that intent. Yeah. You made it <laughs> because you and, like, all these other ADHD clients were coming back saying, hey, I didn't take my meds today, yeah. and, like, I have the same kind <laughs> of energy and focus, if not better. Yeah. Right?
0: Oh, yeah.
3: That along with eating clean. Eating clean.
2: I mean, you're a walking billboard for everything (laughs) you've ever asked from from anyone, right? Mm -hmm. And it's just like, we've got you off your meds. You're not a diabetic anymore. You've lost 80 pounds. You feel better. You're cooking your own food. Mm -hmm. You know, this is carrying over to your daughter, obviously, because she's probably starting to eat some of this, right? She's
3: she's watching. She knows very well now. And before, I mean, you know, not... um, super proud of this but I used to have her go and grab me a soda from the from the fridge and it wasn't one or two and now she knows very well I don't drink sodas she knows I make my shakes my protein shakes and it has uh, spinach my chia seed flaxseed all of the above everything that I need she knows that that's what mommy loves now
2: did you even know what chia seeds were before
3: god (laughs) knows. what are those and no do they taste good
2: that's what you want to do they taste good i'm like they can it depends on how you make them right yeah
0: yeah
1: how old's your daughter she's seven okay Mm -hmm. does she like to help you cook at all we, I
3: actually want to get more involved with the, the program that you're... Oh, Health yeah, Start? Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that would be very beneficial for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, to be able to do that with her and, and have fun doing it, yeah. 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 That's something that I I wanted to work more so on, on myself first, and, and she's watching, she yeah. knows, yeah. Um, and then get into it.
2: With, with her. Yeah. yeah. And for the people listening, Health Start Foundation is one of the organizations we're very proud to, to, to partner with. I'm on the board of directors for them. They teach childhood nutrition. Mm-hmm. And if you look at it, the reason why I'm so giddy about your story is because if there's one thing I get on my soapbox about, is about food and nutrition, right? Yeah. And nutrition can encompass food. It can encompass vitamins, but it can encompass education, mm-hmm. right? The idea that you're showing Aaron What vegetables look like in their original form like this is what cauliflower looks like this is what broccoli looks like right it's not coming in the form of a pouch or a packet right right? that's what this health start foundation does it shows kids it goes into the school systems it says not only is this good for you but it's good for your bones it's good for your brain Mm -hmm. right they teach things like your food plate should be colorful right it shouldn't be just brown and white right there should uh-huh. be some color on it. And if it's not, get some color on uh-huh. your plate, right? Um, when they go through the, the assembly line to get, you know, their food, there's stickers and all that that show, you know, like this is connected to eating better for like, uh, for getting better for like your bones. Like if I eat this, this sticker says it's good for my brain. This yeah. is good for my bones and all that. So I'm very much a proud, proud part of that. And if you were to say to get involved with it, like, yeah, by all means do it because you're already doing it right now, which is awesome. Yeah. But if I couldn't say that it, when I get done with all of this, it's one thing for but me you to- But you can't. I know I can't. I, <laughs> we already made this promise last week. Honestly, <laughs> we did. We had a heart-to-heart last week. I said, keep me in line.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know where this is going, right? I, I don't know what we've created, right? But we're onto something, right? And the cool thing is that if, if I get done with all of this in 40, 50 years of practice, and I can help reverse diabetes for 200 people, I will die very happy. Mm -hmm. If I help people lose 2,000 pounds of weight, I'm very happy, but not as happy as reversing 200 different cases of diabetes, right? Mm -hmm. I think what you've learned how to do is basically learned how to do everything for your own sake Mm -hmm. to pass it along to your daughter and to pass it along to other people, and then the trend continues, right? Yeah. Yeah. The grassroots movement happens where you start changing the world. You start changing healthcare. You start changing our approach to health Mm -hmm. and wellness. And it's everything we've ever envisioned here at this clinic. Mm -hmm. And the idea that you've actually done it, (laughs) the actual idea that you've listened to me and how much I actually talk and all that (laughs) stuff. And you said, yeah, he he has some good points, you know, that you've done it. I can't speak enough for you because it's, it validates my thoughts too. You know, that I'm not blowing smoke up in the air <laughs> with all this, right? People, they've questioned what we've done here. Yeah. Because it's, it's not taught in medical school.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: How can you just give someone an IV versus a vitamin? W- prove to me why they need this. I will.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they are welcome. Here's, yeah, they, but they
2: don't know this yet. Yeah. They're going to. My idea is saying I want more Leslie's. To show more people across the world. I wanna be lecturing this and, and showing people. Yeah. I mean, remember when we said like if all this goes away, I still have this clinic and I'm still sitting here with you, I'm still talking over Slenderitas about eating right and exercising and you're teaching me new things that you can that you've been doing at home. Like, hey, have you thought about this recipe? Mm-hmm. Hey, have you try this exercise yeah. out, you know, <laughs> like that's cool. And to me, that's what it should be. That's what health and wellness should be. I agree. And and i i don't know if you get so big to where you start making waves people don't like it yeah and i can tell you right now if i wind up missing in a few years it's because i basically said i found a way to reverse diabetes
0: yeah
2: i mean there's no money in the idea of saying let's keep people sick yeah right i well i mean there is but yeah. there's there's it's not good it's not a good moral right. idea right i can say without a doubt like you are one of the Biggest surprises, success stories I've ever had, and I'm thankful that Baldo went to that graduation. (laughs) Merrick, my beautiful wife here, is is in the background now. Um, me and her were not able to go because we were out of town. Mm -hmm. And I said, Baldo, you need to go to that graduation party. Uh, if anything else for Carol, Mm -hmm. like because you know Carol's a good friend of ours, and just go there and and just introduce what we're doing. Yeah, we were just starting off. We needed to, and he came back and he told me about you. But he told me about. Your mom actually mm-hmm. and he said yeah i talked to late she you know we talked about all this stuff but i think her daughter is going to come in and you came in and i for this ever since that day my world has changed mm-hmm. and i can honestly say i'm happier because of it because of you and everything that you've done and everything you're going to continue to do mm-hmm. and to this day if i hear anyone talk about, you know, like health and wellness on I'm saying there's ways to reverse diabetes, there's ways to get take your medicine off. Here's the other way to do it, mm-hmm. you know, and this was the whole point of this was that you need to share this story. Because you can inspire other people. I might not do it.
1: No, you do. You do it. You do it. No, you do. No,
2: Allison, back me up on this. She does it, right? She
1: does it. And I actually have a closing question for her. I'm totally putting her on the spot with this. So take a second if you need it. Okay. If you have like the one big piece of advice to give to people who are in the spot where you were last June, last May, before you ever came into the clinic, what is your biggest piece of advice you could give someone who's in that place?
3: If it's been a while or if you've never felt happy, truly happy with yourself at any point in your life, look for ways to make it. That that's. I just wanted to be happy.
1: And I think that kind of loops back to the point John made halfway through this. When people come in here saying I want to lose weight, mm-hmm. yeah, you might want to lose weight, but there's a reason. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And usually that's the reason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's true. I <laughs> think so. that's a really good. I guess way we let's
2: end, end it. So, all yeah. right, Leslie, thank you.
3: No, thank you, thank you guys. I love you guys so much. Yes, and I'm so, well, so thankful. The
2: feeling is mutual. So, um, look up. Leslie's story. I mean, it's, uh, what's your uh, Instagram handle? A
3: pretty curvy chick, but it's spelled weird. <laughs> yeah.
0: Just we'll put it in the description. We'll put it the in podcast. the description
2: and all that stuff. But follow her. She she does. She shares her whole story. So if you need inspiration, go to her Instagram and check her out. And if you want to come and see us here in Austin, we're in Westlake, mswlounge.com. And uh, reach out to us. Y'all have a good one.
0: Come see
2: him. <laughs>